0: Welcome to the Inspired Riding Podcast. I'm your host, Beth Lauren Parrish. As a certified riding instructor, remote coach, and animal communicator, I bridge the gap between your inner and outer worlds as you strive to enhance all aspects of your riding. I'm here to remind you that you are powerful and more than capable of changing your reality with your horse time. My clients, or as I love to call them, inspired riders, are encouraged to slow down, trust their intuition, and listen to their horses in more profound ways than they've ever done before. Are you interested in stepping into a more fun and productive way of being with your horses? Keep listening, and just for a moment, Take a nice deep breath with me. Nice inhale. (sighs) Long exhale. Release any tension you might be holding onto right now. You may have been wearing your shoulders as earrings or clenching your jaw. Just let that go. Soften anything that needs to chill out. This is your time to enjoy and relax. Just so you know what you're in for, I intend to share stories insights, and most importantly, offer practical tools to implement with your horses right away. Yes, I like to call it practical magic, a bold statement perhaps, yet it's true. I see it happen every day. So what makes inspired riding so magical? The key is that this system leads with kindness, kindness for both humans and horses, When inspired riders open themselves up to new possibilities, they can build confidence, trust, and discover more joy, not just with their horses, but in life in general. Inspired riding can be summed up with an acronym for TREAT. Who doesn't love a treat, right? So if you think of each letter, T stands for tuning in, tuning into your intuition and your horse. Don't worry, in this podcast, I will discuss fine-tuning your intuition in more detail, and I won't leave you hanging with one foot in the stirrup at the mounting block. I promise. Right, so the first T is for tuning in. R stands for receiving insights. When you tune in, just like you're doing now, you receive messages that you can use or not. This is where you can do your best to become an excellent sponge. Take in what you need and trickle out anything that doesn't work for you. Now E stands for engage your magic. Yes, there's that word again. There are simple yet profound concepts to learn within inspired writing, which I call power tools. Once you understand how they work, you'll simply need to remember to grab one of these power tools and engage that magic of yours. The next letter in treat is the A. A is all about appreciation. The more you cultivate appreciation for everything around you and within, magic happens. Seriously. Go on an appreciation avalanche right now and think of every little thing that you appreciate in this moment. Notice how that shifts how you're feeling. And now I'll bring us back to T. For our summary, the last T is all about trust. Trust in your power. Trust in your horse. The more you can build up trust in yourself, the better human you can be for your amazing horse. So for a quick summary again, TREAT stands for tuning in, receiving insights, engaging your magic, appreciation, and trust in your power. How does all that sound to you? If you're still with me, thank you. And here's your first practical magic power tool for this podcast. Learn how to tune into your intuition. Some of you might have an excellent handle on how to listen to those gut feelings, while others listening might have a sense of things, but not really sure how to put it into words. I'm here to bridge that gap, like I said. Tuning into your intuition is simply getting incredibly familiar and confident with your internal compass. Our bodies have infinite wisdom, just ready to share with us. You can call it God, universe, source, angels, body deva, whatever works for you. I just want you to learn how to use this power tool and know that it can help you with all of your decisions from this moment forward if you really take the time to practice And yes, this is a skill. Here we go. The first step is to learn how your body reacts when you speak something true and when you speak something false. You're pretty much creating your own magic eight ball feelings from within. Start with saying your name out loud. For me, I would say, My name is Beth. Then I would just notice how I feel. Then I would say, my name is Charlie, then I would notice how I feel. When I say the truth, everything feels at ease and feels soft and relaxed. Now you might be thinking, I'm not sure if I feel a difference. So this is where the practice part comes in. Now your assignment would be to choose 10 different things to say out loud. First something true, then something false. Make it wildly obvious. The next one can be silly, like, I have elbows. Then, I do not have elbows. It can be this simple. Be sure to breathe in between and scan your body for anything that changes between the two. You might feel a tightness in your stomach or jaw when you say something false, or your voice might change its tone. Perhaps your vision gets blurry. Keep noticing. Maybe even write down your observations. I want you to get really curious because this is going to turn into a game changer for you from making decisions with your horse time. With that said, think of how you can use yes, this is true and no, this is false feelings. Perhaps you've been thinking about moving up a level with your riding. Ask your body how it feels about that. Say something like, I'm ready to move up a level. Notice how that feels. Did your body give you a yes, that's true feeling? If not, you might want to say next, I need to wait a little longer before moving up a level. Notice how that feels. Get creative and see how your inner compass can help you. Believe it or not, this is the most basic way to begin trusting your intuition. The next level comes when you're open to receiving more than a yes or no question. For me, I've connected with my inner guidance system in such a way that I can sit with a journal and free write to receive answers to anything that's coming up in my life. I now make it a habit every single day to write in my inner guidance journal. It helps to narrow down what to focus on. The insights that come out always surprise me and yet make so much sense in the moment. This is just one way to connect on a deeper level with your intuition. Some people enjoy sitting down with guided meditations, while others thrive on getting intuitive insights from walking around in nature. I find a lot of ideas come to me in my bathroom. Perhaps it has to do with water flowing, signifying a flow of ideas. Plus, I do know that showers can help you shift your energy, as you imagine the water washing away anything that no longer serves you. You can then become more open to thoughts and ideas that are more productive, That's another little power tool I love to use. If I ever catch myself going into a negative thought pattern, I say out loud, How is this serving me right now? What can I think about instead that will help me in my life? Try that out and see what happens. So there you go. Once you start to become more aware of your intuition and how your body feels about your next stride in life, things will become easier. Riding will become more natural. On that note, I love to take time to contemplate just how incredible it is that horses allow us to ride them. It's my mission to find every possible way to help horses feel amazing with their daily lives. In order for horses to feel this good, their humans must learn how to feel better in their bodies. When you become more confident with decision-making, and most importantly, how to become more self-aware, Honoring how you feel in each moment, you can adjust accordingly. You can find a beautiful flow with your horse. There's that magic stuff right there. Speaking of beautiful flows, I'd love to share a story on how my latest pony showed up for me. As I mentioned in the beginning, I am an animal communicator, meaning I get insights from horses on an energetic level. I see images, hear words, and feel how they feel. It's an incredible, humbling experience every time. And each horse is so different, just like people. With all the horses I've been blessed to be owned by, I had two that I call my heart horses, Biffy and Keeper. I'll definitely be telling you more about them in future podcasts. For now, just know that they have both crossed over the Rainbow Bridge yet continue to reach out to me with insights. When I began searching for my latest pony, I just knew that I wanted to feel a familiar connection I had with my heart horses. I truly missed that feeling of joy and safety that I shared with them for every ride. When I asked them to help me, they told me that this pony would be about 12 years old, which was a touch older than I expected, but I stayed open in my search. I was looking on the social media platforms and even went to visit two different possible ponies. They both were nice enough, but they didn't give me that yes, this is my potential heart horse feeling. I stopped my search for a few months and then casually started looking again on a different website. I put in all of my search criteria, a pony size gelding in my area, anywhere from 131 to 142, that had a variety of experience. Oh, and I'm just five feet by the way and also had multiple surgeries, which led me to the decision to find a shorty to help me be kinder to my body, especially my knees. I can talk more about that in future podcasts as well, but feel free to read my About page on my website, inspiredriding.com, for the longer details at any time. Right, so back to my search. I set up the criteria and found a few that looked interesting. I did this search on my phone, and when I clicked to the next page, I was being shown taller mares. I thought, well, it's just lost all my criteria. I got a little frustrated, so I just decided to close it out, maybe look on my computer the next day or something. So I was doing something else the next day on my phone, and I opened up Safari, where I had been looking, and then the cutest little leopard Appaloosa pony was staring straight at me. He was staring into my soul. I said out loud, Who are you? And where did you come from? My husband just looked over at me like, Who is she talking to? (laughs) Here's the thing. He was most certainly in my search criteria and had been listed on the site for a few months. I thought it was so strange that I didn't see him the day before. Apparently he just wanted to be highlighted like a surprise the next day. (laughs) I started looking at his photos and decided to reach out to his owner. She sent me videos of him going over jumps cross-country and in the arena. I was so excited to meet him. And then when we talked on the phone, she told me that he was recently on a trail with a very nervous thoroughbred, and he kept his cool the entire time, giving the thoroughbred looks like, what's wrong with you, dude? (laughs) Once she said that, I was even more excited to meet him. I so wanted to have a cool, calm, calm, little guy that was self-assured and enjoyed doing things. When I met him, he immediately started sniffing my body up and down, as if he was assessing my entire essence. I had a good feeling about him. He was ridden by a young lady when we first arrived, and then when it was my turn, they brought him up to the mounting block for me to just hop on. I had an excited feeling to just go for it, but then stopped myself. I said, I'm just going to take him for a walk. We walked in sync together, and I asked him to relax his jaw a little, and then I connected to his heart. That's when I felt ready to ride. When we got back to the mounting block, I then did another power tool. I call it the mounting block ritual. While holding the reins in my left hand, I placed it on the withers. Then I placed my right hand behind the saddle and send feelings of love and appreciation to my horse. I then imagine the feeling of an amazing ride and thank that horse in advance as if the ride was over and we had the best time. Then I take a deep breath and make sure I get permission to get on. If you only use this one power tool from this podcast, it will truly make some beautiful shifts in your relationship with your horse. I am so glad I didn't rush things on that first ride. It's good to remember what's really important. Connection first, and then the dance can flow. And flow it did. The first ride felt amazing. I could feel how he was willing to be shaped like a beautiful piece of moving clay. His gates felt smooth and I felt safe. My husband knew right away that he was going to be mine. I was still a little bit in shock with just how good he felt, but I wasn't sure if it, if it was real. I walked out of the arena thanking him profusely, And the next thing I knew, we were talking about the details with his seller. We needed a few weeks to bring him home to organize our facility for another horse. So I went up again to meet him with my new friend, Melanie, an amazing saddle fitter with the Epona Saddle Connection. Side note, if you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area, you should certainly reach out to her. She helped us find the perfect saddle. Once we started riding in it, This darling pony immediately opened up his back and started reaching for the bit, enjoying the feeling of the panels of the saddle. I was over the moon. I think I actually squealed in excitement. I was thrilled to be starting off with the correct tack that he actually enjoyed wearing and offered such a beautiful stretch. And I haven't even gotten to his name yet. This little leopard appy, or POA, which is known as a pony of the Americas, a combination of Arabian Appy, and Shetland Pony, was called Pepper. And my friend said, hey, he can be Pepper Parrish. <laughs> and then the P names started to pour in. Seriously. <laughs> I started calling him Pepperoni Pony. And then my other friend, being a Mary Poppins fan, called him Practically Perfect in Every Way. So now I think I've settled on a show name for him, and it can be Practically Perfect Pepper Parish. Yes, we do get silly around here, but riding and relationships are supposed to be fun, right? Getting back to the story of connecting with my past heart horses, I tuned in with Pepper the night before we brought him home to let him know where he was going and to say farewell to his old friends. He told me he was ready to be my special pony, and then he told me that both Biffy and Keeper helped him find me. Yes, that's what he said. So with tears in my eyes, I fell asleep, and the next day, he became my new heart horse. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please join me in the next podcast, where I'll offer you more insights on tuning into your horse. Be sure to continue practicing tuning into your intuition. Oh, and one last tip. If you breathe deeper and even focus on breathing into your heart center, this will help you connect to your heart's innate wisdom as well. I appreciate you being here to listen. I can't wait to share more with you soon. Please reach out at any time through my website, inspiredriding.com. Remember to lead with kindness for yourself and for your horse. Thank you so much for listening, and may the horse be with you always.